Well, let's have a look at this. Good morning. It is the All Out Radio Show here on Lovely uh, All FM. It's just coming up to eight minutes past eight. Look at this. Eight minutes past eight. eight. Oh, that didn't work, did it? It wasn't very long before I ruined that one. There you go. Oh. Sometime after You're not on a microphone. That one's not I'm working. Sorry. Can I? Can you not hear me? No. Okay. Can try that one. All right, I'm moving. Oh, we did do it. We even did, which is not like us. A setup. How are we going to have a guest on now? She's moving. It's the first yeah. time you've got it up is, in the sh- doing a show ever. Isn't it? Well it done. It has moved. It has moved. So join can the you next. Hear me on that one? I can indeed. This is going to be interesting when we have our guests. It is, in, isn't, isn't it? it? We'll have to. Um, I'll share the mic with you. We've broken the desk. Right. Yeah, Never mind. You're on the All Out Radio Show here um, with lovely Murray and the lovely Claire, who's over there. Claire, over there. Hello, Murray, over there. Hey, how are you? Yeah, headphones. I don't, I, everything's I don't know how going we're going to do this. Anyway, it's great to be here. The All Out Radio Show, the LGBT show for uh, Manchester in the world, and if you're listening it's, online. It's, it's our last show in this building. Is it? Yes. Well, aren't we sad? Because we're the state, I don't know. It can't be. Can't be a secret now, can it? There's no posters. Uh, we're moving premises uh, we in are. the next few weeks. So this is as we're fortnightly. We believe this is our last one. Okay then. Uh, How we'll exciting! Still have this? one more Which before they Christmas. Might, they might be able to fix the desk. But okay, next, sorry, then we look forward to it. Hey. Yeah, that'd be great. And all the microphones. We do have one more before Christmas, but that should be. In our new secret venue. Okay, then. Be wow. My, my back bedroom, probably. <laughs> there, let's just move oh, that. There you go. Oh, there you go. Can you Hello, see me now? Can you, no, you yeah. just, I just shifted the computer. Uh, how are you? I'm, I'm not too bad, thank what you. I'm not doing? too bad. Well, yesterday was World AIDS Day. Oh, yes. There's uh, been a few things. Yeah, and uh, I was actually in Chester. I was working for Body Positive doing a song in seconds. I think you've been a part of one of those way, way back. And I? Um, was I, Do you mean I was mentioned? Yeah, more than likely. Oh, and, no. uh, and, and we were looking I'd like at... I'd to know um, what I was To get lyrics, now. we were looking at AIDS and HIV. And there were some students there from uh, local college and uh, saying they, you can catch it by da, 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 saliva and all these things. Body positive people, ah! No, yeah, you can't. Because you can't, can you? So it was really informative. Did they say toilet seats as well? Uh, for, they were going in that direction. Misinformation. Really, really weird. And quite amazing that, you know, 2017... That's yeah. still out there. It's I think, shocking. I think because it's because, obviously, us lot, our generation and older, were, like, bombarded with it in the 80s. Yeah. Then we are like, oh, no, we're not doing much. And then, you know, through the 90s, we were all really aware of it. And then the um, noughties and now... It's n- there's no education about it. It's just assumed everybody knows. So yeah. it's well, quite education. easy for misinformation to get out. So you cannot catch it through saliva. No, education's still needed. No. And... Um, uh, and luckily, today we do have some guests on from NHS 70, because uh-huh. they're trying to collect stories from people, so we'll uh, discuss that later. What have you they're been doing? They're not specialist HIV c- clinicians, no, though, not. are they? they're not. No. Okay. No. What have I been doing? Oh, I've got things to tell you. Uh, is it on air, off air? Well, we can, <laughs> we, can, we can do the usual therapy session off air, as we normally do, but uh, really? I've got, uh, yes, uh, I went to a fundraising event for the Proud Trust this week, I'll Very talk to you good. about that, Oh. and a little bit later I'll tell you what I've gone and done. Uh, is it something that we discussed on the last show? Did we just do it on air? We might have discussed something remember. about, you know, jumping from a... Might be. Okay, some, yeah, mm, from mm. from a plane. Okay, mm, then that's mm, really mm, good. Mm, I'm yeah. looking forward to hearing what about that. And, what have I got and done? Yeah. Uh, so, so the show... To the show, we've got uh, your friend Angela. Yes. Because last time we had on um, somebody who was talking about uh, gathering information and uh, of people's experience of cancer care, yeah, is it, cancer in the care, NHS indeed. for LGBT yeah. stories? 
and someone, one of your friends went, oh, I'm doing something for the NHS. Yes. And that's Angela, and she's on in just a few minutes. With James, With yes. James. And then, uh, good job in the second hour, we've yeah. got Annie Wallace on, because she can rebuild the studio. Okie dokie. And fix this microphone. Fine. Uh, Annie Wallace is on, and we know Annie Wallace, of course, of Hollyoaks fame. Yep. And she's on here more often than I am. So, um, <laughs> there you go. So, she's coming on in the second hour as well. Good stuff. And um, birthdays, before that, yeah, it's birthdays, birthdays, of course. Birthdays, um, birthdays. For my uh, nephew. Um, mm. it, actually, he's, mm. he's in Vietnam, so if he's listening, he's going to be on. He's going to be oh. online. And um, it's the middle of the night, isn't it? In, Joe, in Vietnam, anyway, it's his birthday on the sixth of December. So happy birthday to him! Excellent stuff. And um, it's Polly. You know Polly from yes. the uh, from the village. Uh-huh. Excuse me, my nose has are started to stream to, since you, I've arrived in here. Yeah, are you um, about to sneeze? No, I think I'll be okay, all right for another minute. I might just have a then. sniff. Okay, you can. It is sniffing. that time of year, and. Uh, Neil's sister, it's Hannah's birthday tomorrow. Okay. And later in the week, Emma, uh, Evelyn, which is Mel's mum, Donna, who lives in Canada. Oh, and one, two, two more members of the family next week. It's actually my turn to have members of the family. Noel and uh, Michael have got birthdays this next week. So shall we do that old track that we do while we go and fix the studio? Let's do and that was Conchita. Really, she wants to look at shit, but she's pointing, quietly pointing at me in a corner. Anyone Here we go. I've never done this before. Oh, look, oh, look at that. We got, have we got, we got a whistle? Okay, yeah, we whistle. Go. There right, you there are. you go. Welcome to Do It Yourself Radio. Yeah, uh, it's the your... All Out Radio show. Oh. We're both in there. You <laughs> could be twins. I've been, on, I've been on the floor under the desk. Uh, so, Limbo dancing. What are we doing? Oh, you can get hold of us if you wanted you to. You can, any, go on. How do you do that? Because I still don't You can tweet us at All Out Radio Show. You can Facebook us at All Out Radio Show. And I think somebody has. I think Gina's listening today. And Gina. you can email radio at allout.info. Though we don't use that very often, so we don't actually know. But I think it is that, isn't it? Yes. My, gla- that's it. My glasses are doing it. Right. <laughs> so there you go. So you've got guests. I'm just going to say We've got guests. We've got guests. Oh, yes, we me. have uh, Angela and James. Uh, thanks for coming in. Um, you're doing a project around the NHS at 70 next year. The NHS will be 70 years old. Um, it started at Park Hospital, didn't it? The first hospital. It did, yeah. So Park Hospital is now Trafford General Hospital yeah, yeah. in uh, Davy Hume in Trafford, yeah. Brilliant. Okay, so what is uh, what is it that you're doing exactly? Okay. So NHS at 70 is a heritage lottery funded project and we're in the development phase at the moment. So what we are essentially doing is capturing stories from people about their NHS. So it's people's own stories and um, remembrances and memories around the NHS. So there's a lot of history around the NHS as uh, organisational, political, um, but what we really want to capture um, in our project is actually the social history and that community-based history and what it means to individuals to get that kind of sense of collective memory. And the way that we're doing that is we are recording people's oral histories. So we've trained volunteers in Manchester and South Wales to go out and collect stories from the public and they're these recorded interviews will be uploaded onto our digital archive along with other material like photos and images and then people will be able to listen and find out more about everyone's history of the NHS. Okay, you mentioned South Wales. So the reason it's been done in Manchester is because the first hospital was here which is at the old Trafford General. And South Wales connection is James because... Uh, well, the South Wales connection is uh, very much to do with Nye Bevan, yeah. uh, who was the health minister at the time and really drove forward uh, the uh, idea uh, and ethos of uh, the NHS. Uh, and uh, Nye Bevan was um, uh, from South Wales. And uh, because of that, the people of South Wales have a real strong sense of ownership over the NHS. Mm-hmm. 
Great. So the stories you're expecting, I assume they're from patients, but they're from anybody who's had any connection, is it? Anyone um, has a valid NHS story. So basically, um, we're collecting from people who've worked in the NHS. The NHS is the biggest employer in the UK, employing, I think it's one in 30 people. One in 35 people. Really? So it's a massive employer. And the immediate thing you think of is nurses and doctors and their stories, but actually we want the porter stories, the people who work in the kitchen, the people who work in the labs, the people who've worked in all kind of... This, it's a full organise... The builders who've built hospitals, that kind of full organisational aspect of how it builds a working community and a living community. And at the moment, we're doing some work um, directly with Trafford General, so Park Hospital, and we're making... I was the, born there, you see. Oh, not, you? not in 1948. <laughs> I know you're probably thinking I was but yeah I was born in Park Hospital so it's kind of what we're doing is trying to capture as part of a film that we're making in this first phase um, the kind of what Park Hospital means to people what Trafford means to people and why um, it's not just a hospital it's much more you were born there maybe your mother was born there maybe your auntie worked there Mm -hmm. and that that hospitals have a fabric of life within them and aren't just... um, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's not just the building, it's all about the people there. Yeah. But is it also, James, around, um, you know, other parts of the NHS? You know, I mean, we have dentists and, and stuff. Is, is it all those sorts of stories? It is absolutely all the stories. What I love about this project is the fact that um, it pretty much uh, relates to every single uh, person in the UK who has ever had an encounter with the NHS, whether that be uh, as a service user, uh, as uh, an employer, uh, whether that be mental health, whether that be sort of like uh, dentistry. Um, It really is um, very uh, democratic in the fact that everybody in this uh, uh, country uh, will have something to contribute to this archive. Yeah, and that's the truth of it, isn't it? That everybody, every single person has had some sort of dealing with the NHS. Absolutely. The NHS really does run through the complete fabric of what it is to be British, I believe, and uh, therefore uh, it uh, it relates to everybody in the country. Dr Maddox now once... Oh, I don't sound like a man now. Once upon a time in the uh, 80s, I was in the Red Cross youth, and I've just remembered, that reminds me, I once danced to this in a... When I was nineteen, in a light green lycra body stocking, and we did some kind of event for the ch- for the president of the local branch of the Cheshire Red Cross. Um, yeah, where so that was in Cheshire, was in it? In some little in some little hall in Ollerton in have Cheshire. You, have you ever been Nutsford. back? No. Do they remember you well? Though? They were all they were all quite impressed. I can tell you. <laughs> So yes, I, I don't know why we did that. But it was not that lurid, bright green that mankinis come in. But it was all a body stuff, <laughs> head to foot in lycra. Or. Great, I'm glad you changed your ways. Yeah, it started something. <laughs> I tell you, right. Anyway, you listen to the All Out Radio on. Show with Murray and me, Claire, and uh, with guests Angela and James, who are from um, NHS 70. Is that what it's called? NHS 70. What do you call it? NHS 70. Right. Uh, cradle to the grave. Uh-huh. When is the actual so, birthday? Do we know? It's um. Fifth, July the 5th, 19... Yeah. Well, it was 1948, so... Uh, so next year? Next yeah. year will be the anniversary, yeah. Oh, OK. Excellent stuff. Wow. There you go. Good. It's um, a long time, isn't it? Do you think it'll be... It'll still be around by then? 
We you hope know, so. What we what we Tory cuts? <laughs> Other political parties are available, but it's the Tories that we clearly don't like. So carry on. Yes. Yeah, They're doing the best to privatise it by next July, I think. Yeah. For, as a but it won't present. be. It won't but be. it won't be. Will it? No. Not? No. no. It's a national treasure. We'll keep hanging on to it for dear okay. life. Um, so you were telling us that you're collecting stories from all over the place, all parts of the NHS. Have you had any stories that you could tell us about? Give us a, an, an example so that uh, listeners would know what you're after. Uh, well, uh, one example of a story that um, um, we've come across is was of a, um, a young man who um, has dealt with the uh, NHS um, for his entire life, uh, born with a condition called haemophilia. So that was very interesting in terms of like just about his relationship with the NHS, the fact that he spent as much time in hospitals as a child as he did at home, uh, and certainly more time in hospitals than he did in school. Uh, so that was very, very interesting. Um, then from that point, uh, he went on to tell us about um, how he w- found out that due to the treatment he'd been given uh, for his haemophilia, he'd actually been infected with HIV um, uh, via tainted blood. So, I mean, this was a really, really powerful uh, story. Um, not the most positive, but that's not to say that it isn't just as valid as a positive story. These, you know, we want the good, the bad, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and the uh, and the ugly. So, uh, yeah, that was a particularly moving um, um, uh, story that uh, we've come across. Right. I mean, how many stories have you had so far, can you say? Would you know? Um, I don't know the figure um, off by heart at the moment. We are in the early development stages, so we've been um, uh, recruiting volunteers, training volunteers to do record oral histories uh, so we're now out in the field collecting them um, it's important to say as well that um, our uh, digital um, online archive which will be uh, launched early next year that will have the ability for people to upload their stories directly so it's going to be a lot easier for us to get sort of like you know uh, right across the country to be able to collect some stories uh, from um, John O'Groats to Land's End Yeah so if, if people are giving stories at the minute how, what, what do they do? If anybody out there does uh, have a story to tell, uh, we'd love to hear from you. And so if you could email us on nhs70 at manchester.ac.uk. So, uh, you're making me laugh because it's you keep the way you, we, obviously it's radio but it's almost like a taxi announcer is like the way you keep coming right into the you don't need to come quite so okay. oh there you go sorry <laughs> it's just we're all just laughing at, at you sorry we're not but laughing it's hilarious at you. He's in a good way it's really nice it's funny <laughs> it's funny. you're like Eileen on the on the switch on well, yes. yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> speaking directly to you yeah, exactly well, at least we can hear you which is a good start <laughs> it's very for this good. show sorry. to be honest carry on sorry <laughs> So, yeah, anybody who uh, would like to give their oral histories to us, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, So uh, please drop us uh, an email uh, at nhs70 at manchester.se.uk. And what's going to happen to them? Where are they going to go and how are they going to be used and things like that? They are all going to be uploaded onto our digital archive, so they're going to form um, an archive that will be kept. So once the project comes to an end, if we receive second round funding, that means for two more years we'll be collecting stories across all of the UK, so we'll be going out into different localities, and then all these will be uploaded onto our website, 
but eventually they will be archived in another repository. Maybe that's um, the university or somewhere else. That's still to be decided, but basically these stories are here forever, so they're for people in the future to listen to, whether that's researchers, historians, or just people who want to know about NHS history. 70 is a real kind of um, relevant age in that. Yeah, because Claire had reached 70 recently, didn't you? <laughs> well, no, well, it's 90. You, you, you missed out so, yeah, nine, so remembering <laughs> things cheeky. at this point when the NHS at 70 means that we can capture many stories from when the NHS first came in. So one story that came through to me the other day was someone um, telling about their experience um, as getting treated in 1948 as a child wow. and how she's had this ongoing relationship again with the NHS. And it's these patient stories that are really valid and the difference, some people still remembering the difference between pre-NHS care and post-NHS mm. care and what that means to them. I think that's really important as well. Because I think, the for myself, the only I've never really had much dealings with the NHS and I go in occasionally just for, you know, for a look around. Uh, but my dealings of historic NHS is things like the Call of Midwife, or before that, things like Carry On films, because they're the only things we've really got as an archive, haven't we, at the minute? And you just see lots of rubber tubes and, and, <laughs> and iron lungs and things, don't you? So there'll be nice stories that are coming in, because people today don't understand that that was treatment back then. You know, yeah. today we have a chemical or something for everything, don't we? But there used to be some really bizarre and treatments. So there's been massive changes in medicine and developments in technology since the NHS came in and whilst as historians you can research the kind of technological impacts of what medicine does what you can't do um, is often hear what people's responses are to them so what a nurse thinks about the changes in cancer care over the last 50 years or what a doctor thinks about changes in surgery or what a patient thinks about their impact of these on their particular treatment and these personal voices really help illustrate broader kind of changes in history in terms of medical advancement technology and also policy and politics so it's really significant to get that personal perspective so people are giving their stories it's anonymous is it it's just it's not anonymous. Uh, it isn't, right? um, basically, people do have the chance to opt to be anonymous. Right, okay, yeah. However, um, because they are being uploaded to our website, we are asking people to give their names because anonymous would mean we wouldn't be able to open them to the public. I get you. Because people's um, oral history is really hard to anonymise because it is a personal narrative mm-hmm. and it's um, giving people that chance to have a voice. Obviously, if people have a story they really want to share for the future, then we can't add that to the archive. It's just it wouldn't be available um, to listen to. Right. Oh, so you've got all the permission slips and everything. Yeah, we've... Um, God, we've, that's going to take forever. We've gone through... <laughs> um, we're with the University of Manchester. Our project is based. Now, project director, um, Dr Stephanie Snow, set it all up, and we, you know, we go through ethics committees in the university, but also we're trained to act ethically and, you know, respond to people and what their wishes are, so we're very... Um, we can, cheer, we can be responsive, responsive to yeah. individuals. Fabulous. And people will be able to say what they like without fear of retribution or reprisal, you know, or anything being followed up. So they can actually be completely honest and they're not going to get a knock on the door the following week. And no, that's to. absolutely right. We're not funded by the NHS. So um, this is a, a HLF-funded project, so people are free to speak. Which means? Sorry, um, the uh, HLF, the um, Heritage Lottery Fund. Right. Oh, OK, cool. 
sorry, yes. Yeah, so um, people can speak freely. Obviously, you know, um, we wouldn't want anybody to say anything liable about anyone personally. Yes, of course. But, uh, yes. People are very, very free to, um, you know, describe their experience as they remember it and how, as they see it. The All Out Radio Show Indeed. with uh, Marie and with me, Claire, and I- uh, our extra special guest. I'd just like to say uh, morning to Lisa and Vicky as well, who were met the other day. Okay. So, you know, we were just, we just say she, because of she. Sorry, Angela's just going, um, who listens? And we're going, we don't know. Yeah, Lisa and Vicky. <laughs> no idea what we're about. <laughs> Hopefully, Lisa and Vicky, because I was talking to them the other day, and I, I said, you've got two. Uh, I know often um, Chantal in the uh, in the Antiques Village. That's three. That's three people we've yeah. got. So if you are listening, put your hands up. There you yeah. go, there's four. There you are. So there you go. Loads of people Excellent. passing down yeah. the Stockport Road coming flipping. But Cath- Catherine's a regular listener. She's currently in Amsterdam. And Jenny and uh, Rebecca are also regular listeners. They're yeah. currently in Brazil. Yeah. But Gina's listening and she's in Fallowfield. And we have people in Canada. Canada, but they're still in bed. Yeah. They're, they're a bit lazy. But we are playing some Beatles, so they'll like that in a minute. Okay. Great. So I guess that's, I think we're up to nearly ten listeners there now. Well done. <laughs> yeah. And you two, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you can tell other people that you're on. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we got Angela and James from the NHS at seventy. Um, I've, got to say, I've nearly called it a campaign. Then it's not, is it? It's a it's a project. Just a project. Yeah. It's an archive. Project. An archive project. There you go. So you are collecting stories about people's experience of the NHS, be they uh, patients or workers or whatever. Um, and it's being funded by, uh, among other people, the um, HLF, as you said, the Hor- what was it? Heritage Lottery Fund. Easy for some to say. So it's where your lottery tickets go, you know, you spend all uh, your scratch exactly, cards. Exactly. Truly. Did you buy your millions one last night? Yeah. I still didn't win. Yeah, I didn't win. But luckily, it's gone to this project, so I feel better oh, now. That's all right, I feel yeah. I'm a winner. Yes. I'm a winner. <laughs> <laughs> we all are. We all are. <laughs> so there you go. Somehow. Um, so who else is uh, helping to fund this project? This marvellous project. So it is primarily funded by the Heritage Lottery Fund. That's you and me, Murray. That's so me that's and you. People, yeah. which is Can I have my money back, I didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, why it's really important to um, engage people in the project and um, listen to ordinary people's stories, normal people's stories. It's about everyone. Um, we are not funded um, directly by anyone else at the moment. However, we do have some key national partners that support the aims of our project, and these partners include NHS England, the NHS Confederation, and then charities like um, the Stroke Association, Age UK and Rethink Mental Illness. And the reason these charities um, have put their name to our project in letters of support is because they see the need to open up the different um, narratives and voices within NHS history. So places like Rethink Mental Illness, looking at um, the history and kind of people's voices around mental illness and how um, attitudes to mental health and treatment of mental health has changed. Equally, places Mm. like the Stroke Association, um, which our project director has worked with extensively in the North West before, but they're kind of um, listening to people who've had different experiences of stroke and stroke care and so on. So it's really important... um, that we try and engage with all different um, voices and all different people. Yeah, brilliant. Um, so, if other charities wanted to get involved, I'm thinking of Matt Millen. Um, they, you know, there's still time for yeah, other people to get engaged. Yeah, if anyone wanted to give us. Um, get in touch with us and there's ways that we can work together with people and we are also looking for people who can help spread the word like you're, mm-hmm. we're doing today. Yeah, to the R10 people. To, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if we could have a wider reach than 10 yeah, in the exactly. future, that would be great. fantastic. I, I love how we big, our, big ourselves up. <laughs> I 
<laughs> 40, we could be award winning if anybody nominated us. <laughs> I'll be in. Yeah. Uh, 40 people downloaded the podcast the other week. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not doing think, very well, this, is then it? Then you think really? that goes to other people, to other people, to other of people. Yeah. It's yeah. always those yeah. sorts of things. Because we've just started collecting stories. It's the power of people who've experienced telling their story, then telling their friends, colleagues, yeah. and other people that they know how nice it was. So we found that pe- our volunteers have been coming back this week into our Manchester office with stories of, from people. And the people they've been interviewing have really enjoyed it. And they've commented, oh, it's evoked so many memories. Mm. And for many of them, the memories may have been sometimes difficult, but it's the fact that they've, you know, they've had that chance to reflect and think about maybe their lifetime in a job. So one in particular, a nurse actually had that chance to sit down and think about what what her job had meant to her and it was something that she was so busy doing the everyday that she'd not done and our volunteer interview uh, commented how powerful that was to her that someone had chosen to share that story with her and this kind of real engagement between two people this real sharing and this real connection I think that is something that you know it's just really powerful for us isn't it because we tend to take I think probably less so. We've taken the NHS for granted in some respects, haven't we? So when you start hearing these stories and just how amazing it's been, either for patients or for or for workers, and, and the whole uh, how things must have changed over time, as we were saying, it must be immense. Yeah. You know, we're just off air. We're talking about anaesthetists, like my favourite people. I don't, well, it's great for you. Who's your favourite employee? Let's play a game. <laughs> yeah, favourite employee in the NHS. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, yeah. I, I'm going to tell you off air. One of my favourite. Well, that opinions. doesn't work on radio, does it? <laughs> yeah. I've had some really good treatment over the last six months with my hand. I had my hand done. You know, I lifted because it wasn't looking very nice and I, I wasn't getting the jobs as a glove model anymore. So uh, I had an operation <laughs> on my hand. But the people I've met within the NHS, I've just, you know, just been ace. Mm. Some you get a bit dismissive and you think, oh, you've been in that job too long, love. And, which is the same in any job, isn't it? You go, yeah. oh, you've been doing it too long. But I've met some of the loveliest people ever. You know, you think, and you sit there, don't you? And you sit in a, in a hospital waiting room. And of course, hospitals are full of ill people, and they just and, and they look really, really ill. I go and have just got a poorly hand, and they they deal with that, and they keep uh, keep a positive attitude towards it all the time. It's a brilliant, a brilliant resource, and we're getting it completely for free. But we're not getting it for free. We pay for it through our well, taxes. Yes, that's the truth it. of it, yeah. which is but great. If you go to Ireland or but, you yeah, go to France, absolutely. you know that yeah. you are forking out money to see before you've seen someone. Yeah, and it's hundred euros in Ireland to go and to go and sit in front of your doctor or something like that, and it's twenty euros for a prescription. Yeah. So you know, and, and we can prepay and get most of it for free so. so whilst we can advocate kind of personally how we may all individually love the nhs the project is about kind of collecting stories where some people don't love the nhs mm. okay and one of the activities we've been doing so we've been working with different groups is describe the nhs in one word mm-hmm. and oh. that <laughs> keep it clean is really um <laughs> so you know many people comment how it's essential how it's life-saving but there's also negative comments within there and that's because their story is also valid so we want to hear this you know it's this broad range of people's experiences and they might have a re- they'll have a reason why they think so there'll be like a lot that. of loss and so, yeah and around, people have um you know maybe anger or upset or something mm. and so when you ask them to describe it in one word it can actually 
evoke immediately a negative response Mm -hmm. and our project isn't just about celebrating it's commemorating in the broadest sense so it's looking inside um at all people's perspectives because that is what gives us a kind of a broader historical um analysis on it um whilst individually many people do think it's you know brilliant free of point of entry healthcare. Yeah. yeah excellent Gina in Fallowfield is this she keeps going and me and me and she's now putting the link on my Facebook page to it to your website which is uh, bmh.manchester.ac.uk forward slash NHS 70 that's brilliant thank you very much that's alright that's only to me that though so that's not going to help ooh there the Beatles go she went ooh or he went at the end ooh hey, I'm not a fan Aren't they? I love the no, Beatles. Do you? I, well, it's your of, era, isn't it? Ob- no, obviously, as you Mine's know. Mine's Depeche Mode. Yeah. Kind of, <laughs> Eurasia kind of thing. Yeah, I was very, 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 very young when they were around, I have to say. Oh, Believe it or more not. than one face was pulled in, <laughs> in the studio behind you back then, love. <laughs> right in front you're of off, me, I noticed. You're off the Christmas card list as well, then, Angela. <laughs> <laughs> so, ex- excellent stuff. So, we've got Angela and James here, who are doing the project for the NHS at 70. Um, we'll give out the website again in a second. Is there anything else we need to tell um, the lovely uh, listener? You're not supposed to speak to the sing- listener singly. We just we only just have one, though. That's the problem with us. So, yes, anything else we need to talk about at all? Got, what is the website? Is there any other way we can get in touch with you? Is there an email address or anything we need to know? Uh, yeah. Rustle well, your papers, well, go no, on. News <laughs> <laughs> reading that. It's like being on ITN News. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I just wanted to mention that we are on Twitter and on Facebook, so if people could sort of like uh, like and share our websites, that would be uh, our uh, uh, social media, that'd be great. We are at <laughs> NHS at 70 on Twitter and NHS at 70 on Facebook and the same on Instagram. Well, there's okay. loads. Oh, and pictures being taken. Yes, I was going to take a picture okay. of, you, of you both okay. leaning in Here on the. Here we go. Oh, yes, we go. as, oh, you, as you're both looking there like you yeah, you're being interviewed. Like you do what you're doing there. <laughs> Excellent stuff. So it sounds like a really exciting project. It is, and both James and I are really um, pleased to be on this project. We actually only started in August, so the kind of foundations for the project had been laid by our project director Stephanie um, ages ago. As any heritage lottery funded project, it's you know going into the application and the are we going to get it are we not going to get it is there any changes made and we're a national um, HLF project so it's on a national scale so we've got a national reach and national objectives within it and um, so when James and I came on board we basically we had no volunteers in Wales or Manchester which are our first two localities so it was our job to really kind of you know step up and go and get the volunteers and we're absolutely both of us are so pleased that we've got people involved and we have amazing and volunteers so they've been fully trained in oral history they've really contributed to the development of the project and they're a real fun bunch aren't they and it's great just to have them on board going out collecting stories yeah oh absolutely and also uh, it's been really interesting to hear back from the volunteers about just what they're getting back from um sort of like being part of the project so it's uh it's 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 like almost well-being all round so uh, yeah we're really pleased but but you don't need any more volunteers do you so no it's just no stories. more volunteers at the okay, moment cool. no but just interviewees we'd love to hear from brilliant stuff oh, it sounds really really good it does hopefully sound we can excellent. get more on later and we'll be having um, some events next year so when our website launches and we'll have a film um, premiere is that the right word yep. premiere yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. which is 
it's been filmed this weekend, actually. We're available for premieres, aren't <laughs> yes, we? We never get invited yes. to anything else, so right, I remember I'll that. you yeah. on our invite yeah. list. Yeah. Um, and we're also going to be having a range of events across um, Manchester and Wales, um, starting from January, February time. So we will have a different website address by then, mm-hmm. which will be our archive and our social media, our emails, everything like that. We'll be sharing that, so... We would Let us know people. so we can. Oh, that would be fantastic. We can tell Gina. <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's a big thing, and it actually happened on the fifth of July, the actual opening date of Park so as our as um, project has. We'll have our own plans for that, but NHS itself has a much broader campaign around the NHS being 70 and that kind of focuses on a, com- a commemoration aspect but also a kind of the using it as a platform to get people more involved think about volunteering think about um, using the NHS more responsibility there's a full program mm. of work going around it if you look at the NHS England's website it does tell you a lot more about it and how you as an individual can support your local NHS trust and Excellent. the broader NHS Excellent. so thank you James James thank you Angela um, just one more time on the um, how people contact you so you can email us nhs70 at manchester.ac.uk you can also telephone us which is 0161 275 0560 and um, talk to us on Facebook or Twitter and we can get in touch Excellent, and if you haven't got those details that we do put it up on Mixcloud and we do a podcast as well so you'll be able to get those a bit later on so that's brilliant stuff, so thank you so much yeah, for coming in brilliant. it's been actually very, very interesting and fun to have you on today Thank you very Thank much. You. Thanks for having yeah. us. Excellent. And we're back for the second hour of the All Out Radio Show here on lovely All FM in lovely Manchester. Well, we say lovely. It's a bit grey. It is a bit grey today. But yeah. we've not been, because we gave Bonnie Tyler her whole seven minutes. Yes. We decided we couldn't play another song because it'd be time to go home. Okay. But um, big thanks to big, th- uh, big thanks. They were lovely. To James they? and Angela, yeah, who came in telling us all about the NHS at seventy and wanting your stories. So uh, yeah, get in touch. Um, get in touch with them. Indeed. Because I kept all the details away. <laughs> I got in touch with them anyway. I've got the website. Good. You and I tried to, to post it and it wouldn't work. So. Okay, we'll give it a go. You listen to the Ten All Out Radio Show here on All FM with Murray and with Claire and with the extra special guest, Another Annie guest. Wallace. Hello, extra special. Thank you. Yes, oh, well, Did you not see the red carpet? No, the no. Gold, must the gold did you ropes. Miss it? Did you? Yeah. No, I must have come in the back door. Have you, have you <laughs> done your story for the NHS? No. Okay, well, they're after everybody's stories, oh, okay. so uh, I think that'd be a good one. Oh, I've posted it, I've posted posted it about five it? times now, that's why. You know when it's something, you're pressing a button because it doesn't <laughs> look like it's posted. It is on our group twice, so there, there you go. go. Marvellous stuff. Yeah, so, it. yes, Annie, you're here. Hi. How are you? Very I've not well. seen you for a while. Oh, I've been busy, busy, busy. Lots Doing of busyness. What? Doing Lots what? Working. Community. Yeah. Community malarkeys. Uh, community malarkeys be- as well, yes. Um lots of work on in, in, in Hollyoaks obviously but um, you oh know. you're still doing that old thing I'm still doing that <laughs> yeah. old thing you know to plug plug how's it going how's it going in it's wonderful it's yeah. just brilliant it's it's and I've got a, I've got a kind of break coming up a Have new you? year yeah they do this they rest you for a bit and they let some of the other characters have a yeah because there's only room for so many isn't there in yeah, a, in so a, we've story. got about 60 characters in the show well, and they have to kind of balance everything and let, let people have stories and so you're not constantly focusing on one family yeah because imagine if it was just you every show they'd be like going 
but you're not my oh, favourite character. You're n- no, yeah. exactly. And, yeah, so everyone wants people and back. And everyone has favourite characters, you know, yeah. and, and that's the thing. So you have got a little bit of um, quiet time coming up, which is nice. Nice. But, um, Any plans for that quiet time? Uh, yes, plan to do some music. I've been writing some music recently, and I'm also going to be out and about. I'm going to be helping out my friends at the Cholton Players with their festive pantomime. Uh, we cool. do our, uh, well, we, I still say we because they're still part of my life. Um, they do their pantomime in January, so it's after Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're doing Beauty and the Beast this year, and I'm helping out with that. So you're not on stage anymore, are you more back end again? I'm just, yes. Oh, oh. It, might be a, oh. it might be a little appearance, yes. It's a little um, cameo, so it might be we can't like say. Are you going we to be, can't say. Is it going to be like Frank Spencer lowered down from as, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you remember in the <laughs> church? <laughs> yeah, the wind wings. <laughs> No, I can guarantee it won't be that. But I'll be doing kind of running around up ladders, sorting lights out. And where's where's that going to be held? At St. Werberg's Church Ah, Hall, uh, St. Werberg's Road in Cholton. Okay. And it's on uh, the 20th or something like that. I should have the date, shouldn't I? Is it on for a run? Is it on for a few days? Well, they only do it for three days, but there's four performances. Um, There's a... Uh, a, matinee. A, matinee. Yeah. a matinee on the 20th so it runs oh from no there isn't oh, oh yes, yes there is <laughs> it runs from the 18th to the 20th of the January the listener's just gone yeah exactly <laughs> oh god what's this what's, what's going on a panto it's very camp folks it's very camp okay. so it should be right up everyone's street it's oh, fabulous well, well, so, and it's, so it's on again in January that's it's, it's in January and that's, yeah. that's why I'm helping out with that right. and in between I'm, I'm hoping to go and see my friends who live in Spain who might be listening to this actually oh, so oh, yeah good. I'm just going to try and um, catch up with myself a bit maybe see some friends in London as well you've not had much time off for a while then have you no no I had I had a a fleeting holiday um, in October which was lovely got a bit of sun before it all collapsed in on us here in England but um yeah, it's just been very, very full-on work, uh, which is kind of, as I say, it's winding down a bit, and then we'll pick that up again in February. So, yeah, it's, it's just quite nice to to catch up with my friends and everything like that. Mm. They go to me, they go to me, you know, where have you been? And I say, working. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's nice to be able to say that, though, isn't it? It working. is. And obviously, an actor. exactly. I'm yeah. very, very lucky. I'm constantly touching wood and going, long may it continue. But, you know, I, I do lots of other things as well. I'm obviously still involved very much with the um, the community uh, in the village and things yeah. like that, which, um, you know, I've got roots in for, for a long time, such as um, I was at the Transgender Day of Remembrance. Right, we mentioned that. Ago. Two yeah. Week, yeah, a couple of weeks yeah. ago. A couple of weeks ago, How yeah. did it go? It was very nice. Uh, well, it's, it's as, not... As I, it can be. I yeah. say nice as in yeah. respectful yeah. and... Um, well attended. The speeches were very, very nice and, and did point out a lot of things that were happening really negatively, mm. unfortunately. There is, there's been lots of deaths and it's, unfortunate it's the, things. It's the most deadliest year for trans people since records oh, really? began. Wow. Yeah, it's like 325 worldwide. And that doesn't even include the people who've committed suicide. And so that's deaths because of their transgender... Just for being transgender. Yeah, people's wow. reaction to that, yeah. basically. And of course, that's the ones that they can record. Yeah. Mm. And there's lots and lots, of course, which, you know, they can't quite tie it down and say, oh, this was definitely because they were A trans. hate crime, in effect. Yeah. Exactly. It has to be classified as that. Um... And that's that's always a good thing. Very well attended and very important to do. Um, uh, I know there, there's a bit of controversy about that because an awful lot of the people on that list are trans people of colour. And um, there's a big thing about, well, it seems to be a lot of white people standing around 
mourning mm-hmm. about or mourning about mm-hmm. um, about these trans people of colour. What are they doing to help the situation? And I think um, I think the, the word is awareness. Yeah, it's yeah. like you know, education. Awareness and education. And, yeah. and yes, it is. Brazil is particularly deadly. I think it's the it, it's it? the deadliest it? place for trans people and has a really high trans population. So it's it's a dreadful thing. I mean, we read that it was going up in America that there was more yes. deaths. Yeah, twenty five in America people. this year. Yeah, I, mean, I wonder if that's anything to do with the recent political climate. Well, I think yeah. we could probably track that back because it's mm. it's really only been going on for, for a year. So um, it's hard to believe that um, that that creature has been in the White House for a year and yet he's managed to he's managed to turn American policy into something that really frightens most of us yeah. I think mm. quite significantly yeah. and this week he's, to- <laughs> he's told Theresa where, to, to be quiet isn't he yeah yeah he's told Theresa me to be quiet that's and not, that's not meanwhile working. his um, his assistants are all being locked up Yes, and, and one of them, yeah. Flynn, has uh, admitted to it. Yeah. He's lying. admitted to doing yeah. his, his, to lying and colluding. So you know, now it's the deck of cards. Anyway, uh, hopefully, we'll all come crashing down. Well, but he keeps trying. He keeps getting out of it. Are they going to get Jared Kushner's son-in-law as next on the list for mm. being got? We think that was on the news it's, this morning. Mm, mm. But it, it, when will they get him? It's like the worst soap opera in the world. It is, isn't yeah. it? It's just yeah. like what, what's going to happen know, next? If only if it was completely all, fake. I know, and we're all playing <laughs> a part in it. We've yeah. all got. It affects us, not as if we just turn the telly on and turn it off. No, yeah, but it, it, it's there. Isn't it, it worries us, doesn't Very it? Very grim. Very so grim. there's that, and there's that, and then obviously I was at the. Um, uh, the, the the World AIDS Day gathering right. in Manchester okay, well, last yeah. night. I'm sorry, Christine, love, you've got to go. Right, we're, <laughs> back, we're about to lose <laughs> Ms Mooney. <laughs> yes, you are. Where are you off to? Look. All right, I'm off to uh, the Friends Meeting House in Manchester City Centre. Uh, they're having an event, um, or the CND uh, is having an event, Manchester CND, for, um, for the fact that the Nobel Peace Prize this year went to the International Campaign Against Nuclear Disarmament. Excellent stuff. So, um, so they're going to have a, a kind of se- celebration, such as you can, around uh, around the issues of, of peace mm. and war. And uh, the lovely Julie Hesman-Holsch will be there. Because oh, she's a great... Exactly, because you know her well, Oh, Annie, one of my very you? best friends, yes. Exactly. Uh, so she'll be there um, reading some uh, poems and Susan. She, and she's actually done a poem for the event, oh, an A to Z fantastic. of everything. So brilliant, yeah. Looking Excellent. forward so, so, so while, I'm going to have to dash. So while you pack up your kit bag, we'll play a bit of banana rama while we rearrange the studio. Yes. And, so, <laughs> and we'll be back with you shortly. <laughs> yeah, banana rama. Mm-hmm. I think that's the very first time I've played banana rama on the radio, and I know I know why. No, I used to be a big fan, and they've they've kind of come back, haven't they? Oh, big time! Well, the big yeah, t- the, yes. The original. Lot. The original three with Siobhan Faggy, yes. Uh, I'm my <laughs> my Facebook timeline is just filled with um, friends of mine who've been going to the concerts, to see, yeah. going to see them, and they're of course we're all of it on the age, and it's like um, yeah, and apparently they're just brilliant. Really? So um, get good in ch- wheelchairs with walking no. sticks. Well, yeah, when there was the first hit was it about nineteen eighty two. So yes. I would have been about uh, they I, was a, been, I was eleven. They would have been about two or three years older. So yeah, yeah, probably mid fifties. I'm, go- I'm gonna have to Google them. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. L- looking very good though. They were on the child the the, the the children need eighties music show that they did and um yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Was it any good? Sung up a story. It was. It was quite good. Banana Rama. Oh, Nicky Edwards lost it a bit. Oh, has he? Mm. Mm. But why? You, know, you wonder. Is it? I'm quite cynical because I'm old. Is it because they've run out of money? 
I don't know. I don't think that's necessarily the thing. I think there's a there's an absolute demand for um, 80s stuff. It's just so ridiculously popular at the moment. So if you know, if if I had had a hit in the 80s and people said, "Look, we really want you to come and play in front of a." in a Wembley arena. I think I might be tempted well, for yeah. the fun of it. Yeah, I suppose so. Siobhan is uh, 59. <gasps> 59. Well, you know. I know. Still not sick. So, what's this? Uh, Siobhan. Uh, Karen <laughs> is... Sorry, Karen. I'm just telling you. She's 56. Yeah. And um, Sarah, is that the, is she the original one? Mm, mm, yeah, Sarah yeah. Daly. Uh, she's 55, so she's the baby of the lot. Yeah, there we go, you see. Indeed. I wasn't far off. No, indeed. So there are a couple of... Oh, we're not mentioned. Best not go into ages. They're a lot older than me. So, yes. Looking at wonderful, indeed. So, yes, you, so you've just... We were about to tell everybody that you... Because Claire's gone. Yeah. She's gone to a yep, CND thing. Yeah, she didn't get luck. to hear about my, my latest stupidity, uh, and mm. which we'll talk about in a while. Uh, but you went to the World AIDS Day thing yesterday? Yes. Um, the vigil? The, the vigil, yeah. And it wasn't just the vigil, it was also the rededication of the Beacon of Hope. Which is, is it still the only UK memorial to people who died we of HIV and AIDS? We believe so. It was announced that on the stage last night. It's still the only one. Which and this is, is in Sackville Gardens, surprising. for anyone who doesn't know. Yes, absolutely. And of course, um, if you remember recently, it was um, it was quite badly vandalised. Yeah. Um, I spent, I did on a volunteering thing, scrubbing it once, yeah. to get the graffiti off it a few years ago. It's yeah, ridiculous. it seems to be around Pride, just, just the fact that, that, that Pride kind of happens. There's this little backlash from a bunch of um, horrors. Yeah. And um, <laughs> it was quite restrained for me, I thought. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, it is Saturday morning. It is Saturday well, morning radio. Yes. And uh, so there was obviously remedial work to be done but also they took advantage of that to spruce it up completely and repair everything oh, and uh, it's looking absolutely beautiful there was loads there was a timeline of aids wasn't there around yes. the edge which had a lot of those had been ripped off because they yeah. were riveted on and they were mm -hmm. so they remade all of those and things like I that. i believe so yes yes i didn't actually go um too close to it because there's a lot of people wanting to look closer and i thought no i'll just have a look and I'll, I'll yeah. move on um, it's very personal for a lot of people um, but what they did see and uh, some of the speakers on the stage is that um, which I thought was a great idea is that hopefully in this generation that we will see a brass plaque at the end of the timeline saying wow. cure for AIDS found with a date because wow. we, we can't be far can we because we've moved on a lot there's, um, there's now you know for what for? Eight, 1980. It's uh, 37 years ago. Well, it was yeah. when it first we, you know, the mid 80s when it first heard about it's it. It's the 30th anniversary of the government campaign of uh, "Don't Die Is of it? Ignorance." Uh, Is that only eight, 87? Was 87. That one? Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's that's when it kind of the hysteria kind of reached its peak, as it were. There is a deadly disease. Yes, with the gravestone and everything. Like, yes, let's, God, see, let's see if I can. You talk. Last it was so it. awful. It was. Um, but it was. It was accentuating the positivity and the hope that is that now exists because um people on prep um the 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 um the the prophylactic uh, series of drugs which uh, prevent the transmission of hiv and also reduce the viral load quite considerably this this um phrase now is undetectable equals untransmittable yes and so and that's quite a new thing isn't it it is it's it's a it's kind of well it's newish in that um the the actual rate of hiv transmission has dramatically plummeted as a result of um of the reduction of, of violence should we just have a, a step back to 1987 when oh. this was the advert that was on with it's john hurt isn't it i think it was yeah Is it dead?
virus can be passed during sexual intercourse with an infected person. Anyone can get it, man or woman. So far, it's been confined to small groups, but it's spreading. So protect yourself. And read this leaflet when it arrives. If you ignore AIDS, it could be the death of you. So don't die of ignorance. There you go. Sorry for the the fabulous uh, connection there, but that's that's from you can see that on YouTube. But isn't it interesting? At that time, it was AIDS. Yes, they weren't even talking about HIV. They were talking about that word. Just the end. Just it the was, end. There was no. It was all we knew about, wasn't it? it was the yeah. death basically? Yeah, because that yeah. was the, they 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 hadn't really spread the word properly. And I think um, uh, I well, it was I've, called grid before that, wasn't it? Um, it was uh, gay-related immune deficiency or something yes, was the original yeah, name for it true. in the very early eighties. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so that was a that was a good event. Well turned out again. And um, is it still really well sported? Because you don't you hear less about it, mm. know, which is un- unfortunate. We all used to wear the red ribbons, and you were wearing yours today. I'm not wearing one, so it's I am wearing mine because it was it's still on from last night. Um, I mean that. Th- I have a few friends who are um, very active in the uh, uh, destigmatization of uh, it's easy HIV. For you to say. Oh, God, not at this time of the morning. <laughs> Actress who can't talk. Um, and the, the, you know their their point of view now is well, you know, well, they'd say it's all very well, but it'd be nice if people wore their ribbons all year round and didn't just make it a yearly thing. Yes. And uh, you can you can understand the point definitely. Um, but certainly it was it was nice. I think it was. It, it, the problem with it is because it's the first of December. It very much is a victim of the weather. It's uh, one of these things, and the internet with Black Friday and everything, isn't it? It's, oh, which is that, don't even start me on that. Exactly. It's there's so much mm. more now. But Christmas starts in October, doesn't it? But it's yeah. it's really got. So it is. It's kind of sidelined, isn't it? A little bit, and um, it's because there's the huge vigil at Manchester Pride. I think a lot of people use that as their yearly opportunity to to remember and to pay tribute and do that. Um, and obviously the park is rammed from end to end every single year and it's always a, a very, very good event. Um, and But the, the World Age Day Vigil is a little bit less... Um, it's, a, it, it's, a, well, it's considerably less attended. But um, a lot of the f- faces that I see every oh, year... No, over and over again. Yeah. And then we paraded around the village. Not See, that's quite new. Th- that didn't used to happen. No, oh, no, no it maybe didn't. a few years since I've been, but that's. I think it's yeah. only the last couple of years they've done okay. it, where we just walk round with our candles. We walk round the perimeter of what would be the village, so it's kind of like Canal Street along, and then Bloom Street, and then yeah. round, which is nice because you do it in kind of silence, and the people come out of the bars and stand on the pavement as you go past, and it's uh, it's nice. It's a solidarity thing. Yes, I think that's really what it's about. And um, yeah, it, it's good. It's good to go to. And we're saying these days it's much more survivable. It's it's you can't you know if you this yeah. prep. So which people you know p- people go oh but that means that will make people much more um, you know <laughs> dangerous in their acts. It's like well, but, um, but the point is it's not dangerous. It's isn't not, it? Yeah, so that's pe- it. It's yeah. improving people's lives. Yeah, not going to make you more promiscuous. They said this about the pill in the in the sixties, didn't oh, they? And God, you know, yeah, look how many exactly. lives and and happy how, how that has changed people's lives. So it's a very good pill. And now the NHS are saying you can have it. So this is a, yeah. a pre um, it's prep. It is. Um, 
pre-exposure prophylactic. So it's a pill that you can take that will help um, kind of puts the chemicals in your body that will prevent you from getting HIV. Yeah, exactly. And that that alongside the combination therapy um, is reducing viral load in in, uh, HIV-positive people to such low levels now that... You can't pass it on. uh, Yeah, you can't pass it on, and then the quality of their life is just infinitely better. So we're making great steps. Uh, Well, we am a supporter. But, um, yeah, the, the, the... the medical steps being made for this is is astronomic but you know there's still we still have to get there yeah and i i would love to see a day in my lifetime when they say they've they've found it because it's can you imagine it's just a cause of such tragedy amongst uh, amongst the lgbt community yeah and not just the lgbt community but we've very much borne the brunt of it haven't we so uh, well i know. think i think we're probably the, the the most um the most vocal about it because yes. uh it, it affected our community first it as wiped it were. out the 90s were <sighs> massive weren't they for, horrifying for really horrifying and, and it you know that's not so long ago is no. it it's really not so long ago so yeah but but that was the message of that advert that you just played it was it it was just um you know it does not discriminate no. It is. It and in fact, the the infection rate amongst um, um, non-LGBT people has risen, and that's uh, that's another cause of concern. It's, again, it's because of the um, the kind of slipping away and the, the, again this belief that it's uh, it's an LGBT problem and it's yeah. not. It's a human problem. Still seems a bit early. It does feel early, but then I'm I'm putting up my decorations and my tree later on today, so oh. that's put me properly in the mood. Excellent stuff. So that was the the waitresses, <laughs> not a bad one really. Uh, oh yeah, it's not Christmas until twenty third, twenty fourth. Well, have you done your shopping? No, because no. I don't shop until December. Yeah, and something. Yes, yeah, sometimes I I buy online, obviously, because it's easier. I than, do as well. Than, Why go out bearing the uh, the crowds? But um, I can see I've got some time off, so I'm going to do the the uh, the markets um, on a weekday lunchtime. Do you like warm meths? Do you? Mm. Um, I don't do that actually. No, I like I, um, I like the sausage. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I walked down King Street yesterday and I saw it and I was like, oh, look at that, looks quite nice. And there's another one. There's some kind of Yorkshire puddings. Um, based sandwich thing going on with beef in it. I was like, mm. and, but then this, there was a picture in the evening news, and they were like, they were queuing. I was like, I don't queue. Yeah, it's, it's if you I go on late minutes. on in the day or weekends, no, it's it's a nightmare, an absolute nightmare. Indeed. And I couldn't go with that. But, but I'm I'll, sure I'll plenty of people do love it, don't they? Yeah, but and we've got our own levy Christmas markets as well. Absolutely, yes. Indeed. Oh, um, Brilliant stuff. So the. So, um, let me just I'm just having to press the button because because my next show he's arrived he's in Delroy's now in the building that's uh, so that's really good so uh, he'll be on at one o'clock but before then I've gone and done something I need to it's not confession really <laughs> but a couple of weeks ago on the last show I said to Claire I fancy doing a parachute jump just like kind of <laughs> was this I'm a celebrity that got you interested no in it? no not at all <laughs> I would never watch that stuff um, and the um so I'm uh, a trustee at the Proud Trust, yeah. And um, it's the LGBT centre on Sydney Street. The uh, what was the Gay Centre? Do it well, yes. The country's one of the country's only uh, and and definitely its longest gay centre. Yeah. And it's away from the village, so it's a lovely place. And the Proud mm. Trust are now kind of um, tr- like kind of trustees of it. They look after it, and it's their centre. It's always been the youth centre as well, yeah. Isn't it? So they got yeah. there's loads of different youth programmes and things mm. go on there for loads of different groups. Yeah. Um, black, lesbian, gay, trans, all kinds of different groups are in there, and it, it's fab. So I'm a trustee. Yeah. So they've started celebrations for the 30th year, and they're going. We'd like you to pledge something that you can do to kind of <laughs> raise awareness. And it's like, oh, 
I said, I've always fancied doing a parachute jump. Like, right, that's yours. And I was like, <sighs> now my heart's just gone. So next year, I am going to do a parachute jump for Fantastic. charity. I've never done one. I've done paragliding. Okay. That scared me. That was like 2000. So that's running Correct. off a hill with a big, with a parachute over yes. you and you float around. Uh-huh. But you know, in cartoons where you run off a cliff and they run and they suddenly look down and realise they've run off a cliff and they fall out of the sky. <laughs> I was so scared that I didn't want to look up at the, in, at the wing just in case the wing wasn't there and I would then fall out of the sky. So I was absolutely freaking oh, it. And I've done parascending. That was easy because you just go up on the back of a boat and come yeah. back down again. That, yeah. was, that was in Australia. And so now I've said, before I get really, really scared to do anything, I'm going to do a parachute jump. So I'll be, I'll be plugging it. That's so impressive. Next June, from fifteen thousand feet, mm, I've got a fallout of a plane. Oh, it'll be a tandem one. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So if I get flattened by the man behind me because the chute's not open, then I've, I've got no chance of I bang straight through the ground. <laughs> so I'm going to do that next year. Impressive. So, yeah. So, I've, so, so I'm hoping to raise. I'd like to raise three grand. Oh, Thirty years, yeah. three grand. Uh-huh. I'd like to do it. Um, so we shall see. Um, I'm sure that's very happened. achievable. Yeah, I hope so. But I'm, I'm now kind of regretting it um, that I said it. But oh, you've got time to think about it now, you see. Yeah. I know, perhaps I should have done it um, a bit better than that. You know, perhaps not done it till later. No, this is good, though, because now you've told everyone you can't back I out. I can't back out. No, no. And I have put it on Facebook. Everyone's going, these people have gone, is this one of those strange things that you have to say? That you know, the people go. If you comment on something, you then got it's one of these cancer awareness. I hate those kind of things where you go. I've just left my handbag on top of the cupboards or something. Oh yes, you know, those, little code phrases. And so yes. went, yeah, and so yeah. I went. Is that for real? I went. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be doing that. So yeah, that's brilliant. I think <sighs> it's very brave. I know. Have you ever done anything like that? No, I have never not been that adventurous. Junkie of any no, I am. I can't even do roller coasters. Can you not? No, I can't. No. There's a challenge. I challenge you, Annie Wallace. No. <laughs> There's a new one right in the Blackpool. I'm very happy for it. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's some kind of. It's the first double double push off mm. kind of one. Okay. Yeah. No, I quite like those because mm. you know you're coming back around well, the most of the time. Uh, you know you're coming back around. You're getting off the end. This is kind of. But you might lose your lunch on the way. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. for me. No. No. Anyway, moving swiftly on. So, I've, I've, what I meant to say was, bef- next to the uh, World Days Day Memorial in the park is the transgender uh, memorial. Is that yeah. one of the only ones? Well, it's a, a carved. Um, kind it's of a carved wooden tree, tree um, with uh, butterflies, um, kind of carved into. And that it. got vandalised as well, didn't it? A few yeah, years ago. it did. Um, unfortunately, because it's a public park, it, you know, it, 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 it's inevitable that that kind of thing is going to happen because you know there's idiots mm. in this world. But you know. You, you you remake it, you carry on from scratch, you don't let them, you know, wear you down. And there's more plaques being added to that as well. I oh, was speaking there? to um, a couple of people from um, uh, Sparkle um, who kind of look after that as well. And they said there's, there's actually a big plaque going on it um, with the names of some people who've taken their own lives uh, for the first time. So that's, that's really grim. It's such a mm. sad thing, but it's it's good that the, 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 the recognition is there and that's going up for them. So yes, it's uh, it's our little corner of, of um, uh, the tribute, and of course the tree of, the tree of life is there, and that is now, believe it or not, that is seventeen years old. That tree of life. Wow. That was planted um, during Gay Fest, two thousand. Wow, do you remember Gay Fest? Yeah, I remember because I worked on it. Yeah, <laughs> when it was full pride got stuck as pride we used to call it different things every year didn't we at one point it was Mardi Gras for a very yeah. long time yeah. and then um, with Margarita Prakatan Margarita Prakatan her out yes. of her out, the street yeah what's her name out of Corrie uh, not sure well, she was in Corrie but EastEnders 
Oh, she played both. She's been. She's only one of the only actresses to have been in both. She oh, was, really? She's not Susan. No, she, she was a barmaid, and she married to Ian Beale. Michelle oh, Collins. Oh, Michelle Collins. Yes. She was. She made the video walking down yes. Canal Street. Yes, that's right. Yeah, and um, what was that called? Now I need to find that. See if I can find that. And but then Gay Fest happened, and then Mardi Gras came back for one year. Let's have a party. Mardi Gras, let's have a party. Let's have a party. Yeah. I've got the video of that, actually. I've got it as well. A friend of mine's in it. <laughs> I think I copied it from VHS. Yeah. And um, and then it became Pride in t- 2003. I can't find it. It's, I've got, I'll find it in a little while on... Um, <laughs> it's on YouTube. And I was actually stood on Canal Street outside Manto's as they filmed the video for oh, it. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes, it's been many things, hasn't it? It has, but it's 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 our... Um, it's, it's I say our, I'm Scottish. <laughs> Technically, it's oh. yours. You might have noticed. You might have noticed. Yes, In actually. Speaking of Aberdeen. Speaking of Aberdeen. And Pride. Yes. Um, Aberdeen, my hometown, is having uh, the first big, large-scale um, pride celebration and that that means you know with a parade and everything going down the main street and fully council backed and all this kind of thing so they're calling it Grampian Pride now Grampian comes from the range of mountains beside Aberdeen oh, okay. and they're called the Grampian Mountains and it was also the name of the television channel the ITV up there Grampian yeah. Television yeah. so um, to, to be inclusive and not just to be about one city but actually be about the northeast of Scotland they decided to call it Grampian Pride and one of the organisers, Justine Smithy, has contacted me and um, said, we'd really love you to come along as our guest of honour and everything. And I'm Excellent. Wow. Because uh, Aberdeen is somewhere I ran away from when I transitioned. So it's, uh, you know, there's a lot of people there who will have known me in my past and that kind of thing. And the idea of going down a parade is quite scary. In my hometown, I can do it in Manchester, but yeah. some, there's something about your hometown. Of course, my family and friends up there are just cock a hoop. I'm saying, do you go back much? Once a year. Okay. Really, I've I've not got the time to do it more often than that because it's a heck of a journey. Um, 250 miles. So it is. It's not. It's all day to get there, isn't it? Oh, it's proper. It's proper yeah. long. So um, no, I got to see mum and my sister and that, and uh, catch up with what's happening up there. And I, I, I talk Scottish for a wee bit. And, <laughs> uh, the Doric comes out me a wee bit when I'm up there, but nay, nay when I'm doing here. You like um, John Barrowman? He does that, doesn't he? I've he just does. I've just found on YouTube the video for Mardi Gras. It's time to party. Oh. So let's just have a little listen because it was. Let's all stand. Uh, that was was it, Maxine Barry. The Maxine Barry, the stars in the rise. Yes, there she is at, uh, on Canal Street, and Brian Day, who's on Gadio, is on this as well. Oh, hello. Of course, this was Margarita Prakatan. Yeah. No, that's that's someone else. This is at the same time as Creed is Folk, of course. So that's Brian Day, who's gone gay Yeah. Yeah. And she was big once. She's shown everything, Margarita Pakistan at the time. Everywhere. That's it. We'll just get to the hook and then we'll leave it. Yeah. Angie Brown. How uh, is it? Yep. 
So that bit where they're walking down Canal Street, I'm stood at the side there. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so that's brilliant stuff. <laughs> Memories. When was that from? What year was that? That is 99. So there we go. That's is it? 18 years ago. Gosh. I'm yeah. So, old. so what have you done today to make you feel proud? Did she say prouder or is she just going proud? Uh, you know, you know. I, th- I think she's just enunciating her words yeah. in a clear and wonderful fashion. Heather Small, where are you now? Right, so brilliant stuff. So what have you done today to make you feel proud? Or well, what are you doing tomorrow? Um, well, today I had lunch. <laughs> <laughs> That's as much as I've done today so I've far. I've not even done that And then yet. I came here. Um, tomorrow, well, tomorrow is the Grand Canal Street Lights Switch On, which I'm attending. Um, Shouldn't I've, it be today? I, I believe it was originally going to be today, but uh, yeah, th- th- there's a few things happening um, over the weekend which is causing some scheduling issues for the LGBT community, um, um, namely uh, steps. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, I yeah. I'm just it, looking it, to see if there's any steps on this computer. It's like we're having. Um, we're doing the switch on. No, there's no steps on the computer. Um, I wonder why. Well, well before the concert to make sure that people can come there, then go to the concert, and then we're having the after party at Bar Pop afterwards. Excellent stuff. So that's, that's a, a steps on at the arena. Yeah, t- tonight and tomorrow. They've done well. Only two nights. Yeah. I suppose Manchester's going to be a kind of a. A home for the men, yeah, isn't it? So very much so, and you know, to just they obviously sold out the first one really quickly. And, um, yeah, it's, it's not my kind of thing, next. but we love a bit of steps, or whatever they're called. Yeah, I'm going to mm. just find a bit of steps. You carry on. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm doing that at um, six o'clock tomorrow evening. There will be uh, Santa and mulled wine and people running around in uh, fabulous Christmas costumes and then we'll turn the oh, lights well. on and hopefully, unlike ne- last year, where they absolutely tipped it down, we're going to have good weather. <coughs> hoping, yeah. hoping. And whereabouts on Canal Street, will it, is it focused, is it around Bar Pop area? It's around is, the Bar Pop is, area, yes. For those who've been going along there, Bar 38. Um, yeah. Bar Crunch, it was called for a while. Yeah, so middle of Canal Street then. Middle of Canal middle Street, section. yes. Middle of Canal Street. A few doors up from Via. Um, so, yeah, that's that's where we're kind of doing the, the, the kind of celebration. And then, obviously, there'll be drinks and entertainment within the bungalow afterwards. And uh, um, I'll be I'll be doing a bit of that. And uh, I'll probably pop into a few bars on the way down the road as well, because I'm not working on Monday. Excellent stuff. So and so, speaking of work, what's coming up for, for Sally? Well, she's done it all at the moment. I've just been... Just been I don't... You know, I'm not home. Yeah. Um, but you've just been telling me, because I've just said, oh, I watched you on a clip. You yeah. were sat on a sofa um, uh, crying <gasps> in a really yeah. badly decorated house. You went, that's my house. And yeah, I was like, that's oh, I'm sorry. Ma- well, it's the McQueen's house that Sally lives in. <laughs> okay. Has she not got her own home? Uh, no, she decided to move in with uh, the McQueen's because they're kind of half she's family. Related, yeah. Yeah, half family, and she was lonely. So, okay. Um, and it also is a precursor to the fact that um, there's a bit of free song between Sally and Myra. Oh, okay. We're doing this lovely little story about uh, about two fifty-year-old women um, falling in love, and uh, yes, and especially because one of them's straight. <laughs> so uh, Myra is straight, but she's got these repressed feelings for Sally because Sally, um, of course, uh, Myra, um, Myra, and who Sally used to be. Oh, of course. We're a couple. And, uh, oh, long and way, way back. 1980s, yes. Oh, wow. So, and they produced John Paul McQueen. Of course. So, um, Myra is realising that she's still in love with this person, but obviously they've changed, they've transitioned, and she fact, she's very confused about that. Mm. She doesn't understand why she's in love, but she's not lesbian. And it's a really interesting story, because it's kind of, 
exploring the fact that love actually shouldn't need a label. Yes. And even though she's in love with Sally, it doesn't necessarily mean that she's a dyed-in-the-wool lesbian, but it may mean that she's having a lesbian um, relationship at that time by definition. It's, it's also weird that Corrie's got one at the same time, isn't it? They've all the stopes going to kind of go round, almost copying each other, do you think? Do you know what? It's, it's uh, the, 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 the get the story. I've not mentioned Corrie. So far. I love Corrie. <laughs> Corrie was, was at the home of mine. Yes. Um, no, it's, it's the, the, the choose the storylines so far in advance they can't copy each other really oh, okay. that's the thing it's just sometimes just things kind of gather pace I think because there's been an awful lot of um, not awful but there has been a lot of um, of uh, gay male relationships happening and yes. then occasionally they go do you know what we haven't had you know yeah. had an actual believable lesbian relationship for a yeah. while and it's kind of just occurs just to them at the same thing and certainly um, as the listeners will already know Hollyoaks is the most LGBT positive um, uh, soap on television and it's uh, this where it's not trumpeted as this you know, sexuality is an important thing to, to, to mark out and go oh look this is interesting it just happens the mm. characters just fall in love and they, they are together and nobody goes hey I didn't know they were gay no, that comment's never made it's just that's who they are it's it's the, it's probably the only village where no one ever comments on someone else's sexuality um, and, that's and there's probably, no gossip behind the back no no, it's, no no there's gossip about people having affairs but not about who they're falling in love with right but the thing with Sally and Myra is it's about the the love that they had back then is rekindling and Myra is very confused by that. So it's her journey, really, that's happening. Of course, it's, it's, it's not going very well at the moment on the screen. But then, of course, we've just seen said goodbye to Mac, the horrible killer and everything. And I've, I've, um, I've got no school at the moment because uh, we blew it up. You, you, blew, you blew it up? Not me personally, but... Oh, okay. Oh, um, did you know? That would be quite good. The special effects people blew up okay. my school, so I've got no school to go well, to. How did that get blown up? Oh, nasty For those Mac. that don't watch. Well, it, it's long convoluted, but let's just say it involved... Um, um, a wrench, uh, a gas pipe, and um, someone lighting and a photograph. And the school library, that would be Cluedo, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yes, it would, it really would. And this fantastic, it was a wonderful stunt, though. It was absolutely wonderful. And it was great to film, getting covered in muck every day and wandering around rubbled corridors. It was um, very exciting. I felt Excellent. like I was in Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> Which has been classed as a Christmas movie. I saw on the news or on a website or something. It's because like, it happens it's at Christmas, Christmas, but it's not actually yeah. got any Santa or tinsel in it. Well, we need to stop, but I wish they'd put the original Poseidon back on oh, I used to love that Shelley Winters I used to love that oh, yeah. right we're going to play some steps as we leave ah. so thank you so much for coming on pleasure it's always lovely to have you on mm, and thank uh, you when, so you're off for a few when will people next see you on screen well I'm, I'm on Monday and Tuesday I think but then oh, you'll have to wait quite a while after that I think I think possibly the end of January are you going to come back with a tan and a new hairdo because you've been off, off on the I might come back a bit slimmer because um, I'm joining a slimming club um, as as of next week. So let's hope. Let's hope. (laughs) Well, good luck with that. Have a fabulous Christmas. Thank you. And uh, let's have a bit of Steps tragedy. (laughs) That's always been tragedy for me, to be honest. (laughs) 